Good afternoon. Welcome to Talk 1370's Ask the Experts, the show all about your health, your life, your home, and so much more with our rotating cast of experts. Don't forget, you can catch up with past episodes of Ask the Experts anytime, anywhere. Just go to talk1370.com slash experts. Also on the free Odyssey app, you can find that in your phone's app store. Click on Talk 1370, Ask the Experts is right there, and you can catch up with those podcasts anywhere you are. Back in the studio today with from Austin Business Brokers, Sunil Verma joins us. Sunil, welcome back to Ask the Experts. Yes, good afternoon, Casey. How are you? Very good, very good. Thank you. Today we're going to talk about maximizing the value of a business and getting top dollar for it, something very important You've worked hard to build a business, as we've talked about when we've had you on before. People selling a business, they're looking to take that step back while also maximizing that value of a business that they've poured their time and effort into. And so we're going to talk about some of the ways to maximize that value today. And so let's start off. One of the most important parts is, I guess, good books, maintaining good business records. Uh, yes, uh, we've been getting uh, variants of this kind of question from our website Basically, people are asking in different ways how to get the maximum value for the business and prepare for the sale. And the value could be either now or down the road. The most important thing is good books with accurate tax returns. One would think this is a no-brainer, yet many business owners disregard it, either because they're too busy letting the business run them or they simply neglect that part of the business. It does pay multiple times to invest in accounting software like QuickBooks or if the owner doesn't have the aptitude or not good at it, he can always hire a bookkeeper part-time. Many small businesses, a part-time bookkeeper will suffice. Some mid-size, larger-scale businesses, it's good to have an in-house bookkeeper who can fulfill other duties in the office and make it worthwhile to hire them. Now, once you have uh, updated, accurate books, let's say in QuickBooks, another critical aspect is the business owners sometimes look overlook the tax returns, which many times will not match the P&L reports. While it's commonplace to have some uh, expenses that are not directly pertinent to the core business, and those can be added back while doing a valuation for the business or any layperson reading the tax returns and comparing them to the P&Ls. Depreciation, interest, those kind of things are easy to figure out. Owner's health insurance and some other expenses, let's say travel, or the owner is purchasing a vehicle through the business, those can be explained. However, some business owners go overboard and things can go out of hand. For example, it's hard to explain away grocery expenses for non-food-related business or big-item electronic purchases for a service business that's not home-based. In my opinion, that's the most important thing in order to get the maximum value for your business. Comparing one business to another, always the business with good books and tax returns will be selling for higher value than the other business. We're talking about ways to maximize the value of your business. Our guest, Sunil Verma with Austin Business Brokers. If you've got a business you're looking to sell, maybe you're looking to invest in a business, take that step away from working for someone else and start building a future for yourself. Sunil's ready to help you with your particular situation. 512-800-7085. 512-800-7085. Also online, abbtx.com slash radio. 
website there. You can ask questions for future episodes. That's where part of our topics today came from, abbtx.com slash radio. Again, we're talking about how to maximize the value of your business, going through some of the top methods there. Snell, another one we've got on the list here is the barrier of entry. Talk about how that can maximize the value of a business. Yes, that's uh, something that may or may not be in control of the current business owner. But when it's harder for the competition to spring up and chip away at your market share, the safer is your business to operate and have greater value than the same amount invested in a comparable business that's run-of-the-mill kind of thing and it's easy to start. For example, manufacturing, heavy equipment, non-cyclical essential businesses combined with a high barrier of entry are ideal businesses. Uh, like, you know, if you invest in stock market and Warren Buffett likes to say, the bigger the moat, the more valuable the business will be in terms of survival and commanding top dollar when it comes to sell the business. On the other hand, it's law of businesses that one business or concept is successful, you'll have a lot of imitators and either gradually or overnight, your market share will shrink. For example, in the mid-1990s, yogurt shops starting showing up and they were overnight successes. The few years falling, everybody else caught on, and soon they were springing up at every other block, and soon the market was saturated, and as a result, many of them could not sustain and went out of business. So the law of economics works out here. In order to have a long-term revenue and profit, it's better to have a business that's unique, has a niche, and can survive alone in its special industry. Another way to maximize the value, or at least something you look at when you're trying to maximize the value of a business is, as you mentioned there, consistent revenues and profits, a consistent year-over-year trend, performance year after year after year. Uh, Talk about some of the ways that that can be used to help maximize the value of a business headed towards a transaction. Yes. In many ways, boring businesses that are under the radar result in consistent revenues and profits. As in the last point, concepts that are fads will fizzle out soon. If you look around, there's a franchise for almost any conceivable type of service or product. And they are what one might say fads. Although it may appear unique, niche, the problem with franchises is that they sell more of them and soon they are cannibalizing each other. And then there are other copycats of the franchises enter the same space and make it difficult for them to individually survive and thrive. One of the fundamental things that will differentiate a good business from others is the year-over-year consistency of the business. Any person looking to purchase a business wants to see the security in the financial reports, meaning their investment will be safe and it'll give a consistent return year after year, and they won't have to worry about going out of business in a matter of a year or two. We're talking about different ways to maximize the value of your business, get top dollars for it. Something you definitely want to do if you're looking to sell a business, if you're looking to buy a business, maybe not pay top dollar for it. But at the same time, you want to make sure the business that you are buying into is sound. That's something that our guest Sunil Verma with Austin Business Brokers can help with as you're looking at a transaction, digging into those details, making sure everything is sound for both buyer and seller. 512-800-7085. 
800-7085. ABBTX.com is his website. Specifically for Ask the Experts listeners, go to ABBTX.com slash radio, and you can fill out questions there for future episodes here on Ask the Experts. So now let's take a step away from talking about maximizing the value of the business. We'll come back to that after the break here in just a minute. Talk about the process. If somebody picks up the phone and calls you 512-800-7085 quickly, talk about the process, what they should have ready to go, what they need to walk through to get that process started if they're looking to buy or sell a business. Well, this is the aspect of selling the business that takes the longest time. Some business owners, and no fault of theirs, they haven't sold a business. They are under the impression they'll call a broker and put the business on the market the next day, just like oh, selling a home or something. But most of the time, they don't, they're not prepared or they don't know what to prepare. Um, we usually have a checklist, and the most important things are the tax returns, the P&Ls for the last three years, uh, asset list, equipment list, a copy of the lease, all those kind of things the business owner will not think about it. And in order to get them together, sometimes it takes them days, weeks, and a couple of months. Uh, so that's the most lagging aspect from the business owner that now some brokers will sign on and wait for the paperwork to come in later and be in a rush to put on the market. The problem with that is those things will crop up. You might put the business on the market and within a few days, you might get three or four really qualified business buyers that are ready to purchase the business but they will shy away when you don't have any proof or data to provide to them why we're asking this price and where's the backup for the paperwork. So it's better to be prepared for the business owner before he calls the broker or work with the broker and put it on the market when everything is ready to go. Otherwise, it'll just backfire on both the broker and the business owner. Our guest Sunil Verma, Austin Business Brokers. We're talking about ways to maximize the value of a business and get top dollars for it. Something you definitely want to do if you're in the market looking to sell a business. You put so much time and effort into it, you want to make sure you get your top dollar for it. And if you're looking to buy a business, maybe you don't want to necessarily pay top dollar, but at the same time, you do want to make sure that investment that you're purchasing is sound and that all of the due diligence is taken care of. Again, that's something Sunil can help you with. 512 on the web at abbtx.com. We'll have more ways to talk about maximizing the value of your business when we come back from this commercial break. You're listening to Ask the Experts on Talk 1370. We're back after this. Welcome back to Talk 1370's Ask the Experts, the show all about your health, your life, your home, and so much more with our rotating cast of experts. Don't forget, you can catch up with past episodes anytime, talk1370.com slash experts. On the Odyssey app as well, check that out in your phone's app store. Click on Talk 1370, click on Ask the Experts, and it's right there for you. Our guest today is Sunil Verma with Austin Business Brokers. We're talking about ways to maximize the value of your business get top dollars for it as you're looking to sell a business. You want to make sure you get the most you can for that business that you've invested so much time, effort, pain, suffering, blood, sweat, and tears into. You want to make sure that you're getting top dollar. And we're talking about different ways 
not only to run a good business, but also to make sure that you're maximizing that value as you head towards that potential transaction. Snell, before the break, we talked about good books, accurate tax returns, a barrier to entry for potential entrance into a market space and consistent year-over-year trend. Another one on our list here is market share. Talk about how controlling market share can maximize the value of a business. All things being equal, and you may not have control over the first, especially the barrier of entry segment of the question that we answered. One of the things you can do is improve your market share. Be a leader, local leader in your industry. It could be any kind of business, uh, service, or product, but if you provide a qual- the better quality in your product and service, you can have a leg up out in the competition. And in your confined space, you can be the leader. Now, with the internet, some industries, some products, you can even expand your horizon. And doing that and maintaining your margin of profits will help you maximize the value of your business. And when it comes time to sell it, you'll get the top dollars for it rather than just going by the rule of thumb in many industries they would do it one and a half times profit or three times but if you have a special niche and you have carved out your space you can command a higher multiple and have a better value when it comes time to sell your business. Another way to maximize the value of your business is making that transition easy. Sunil, talk about some of the ways that that transition process can be made easier, which could lead to an increased value, ways to manage customer base, or maybe expanding that client base for a buyer coming into the business. Business buyer comes and looks at you, the business owner. You're selling your business and you worked hard, you build it up from scratch, and you are the business. And that's could be a good thing, but also could be a bad thing for the business buyer. He might think, uh, if I take over the business, all the clients might go away because the business owner is the face of business. So it helps as a business owner to have a business where you're not typically the face of the business. Uh, and it's easy for you to transition the business to the new owner. If you have just depending on one client or two clients, or maybe you have one client doing giving you 25% of your revenues, that's a bad sign. If the new owner loses that client, he loses 25% of his business. So it's better to have a wide uh, customer base, vast pool of clients, and make it easier for the new owner to take over the business. Having your personal name in the business sometimes may not be the best thing unless you know it's been doing for 10, 15 years, and it could be Joe Smith, and Mike Johns takes over the business. He won't change the name. It doesn't matter. Depends how good your business is. But for the most cases, make it as easy as possible and think it through uh, even years before you're selling the business to make it easy for transition uh, for the new owner to take over the business. Now, this is uh, simply in the transaction process where it makes it easy or attractive, a good package for a business owner to look at or business buyer to look at it and think about making an offer. Sunil, you've done many of these transactions. We were just talking about the transition to new ownership. Is it typical for the owner that's stepping away, the the person who's selling the business, is it typical or atypical 
for them to remain involved in the new business moving forward? Is that something that the two parties typically negotiate? Sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. Or is there, based just based on the breadth of the transactions that you've worked through, is that something common or is it more of kind of a hard break where the old owner just gets out basically as quickly as they can once that transition is complete? Uh, depends upon the type of business and the size of the business. But most savvy business sellers will be there to make it easy for the new business owner to succeed and take over the business. Typically, a run-of-the-mill business, the business owner will volunteer two weeks, three weeks of unpaid training time. And after that, he might be available over the phone or come in in person. Now, a good business buyer, and if the business is a pretty decent size, he would retain the business seller on salary or as a consultant for the next 6, 12, 24 months, depending upon what he wants from him. It makes both parties motivated and happy to work together. Now, in some instances, we have seen business owners, uh, business buyers, they're given two, three weeks for training. And after a week, they said, we're done. We're okay. And as long as they make sure there's a non-compete agreement where the business seller won't turn around and start a new business right across the street and start competing with the poor buyer who bought the business, everybody's fine. So all these things have to be addressed and, like you said, negotiated or discussed before finalizing the deal. And as Sunil mentioned, it, it's very important to make sure that business sales and purchases can be a very complicated thing. You want to make sure that you've got all those I's dotted, those T's crossed, things that you may not necessarily think of right off the bat. And that's why it's important to have an expert on your side as you're going through this process to think of those things for you, to point them out to you, and to guide you in the right direction to find the transaction that works for you to make sure both sides are protected throughout the process. Sunil's ready to help you with your particular scenario, 512-800-7085-512. 800-7085, also on the web, abbtx.com. That's Austin Business Brokers, abbtx.com. Also, abbtx.com slash radio. If you've got a question for Sunil for a future episode of Ask the Experts, anything having to do with buying or selling a business, the process, different things you need to think of, we're ready to take your questions there, and we may talk about them here on a future episode of Ask the Experts. Sunil, one more way that businesses can maximize their value as they potentially get ready for a sale, always trying to get top dollar if you're trying to sell that business that you put so much into. Let's talk about some of the intangibles, I guess you could say, some factors internal to the business, whether it's good systems in place, documentation, maybe something as simple as making sure lease paperwork and that kind of stuff is all in good order. Uh, Talk about how some of those factors can contribute to maximizing a business's value. Yes, that that's something, the internal factors that an owner has direct involvement and can improve his uh, the value of his business and keep it ready to go. Most business owners have no intentions of selling the business in the next year, two years, three years, four years, five years. And for that reason, they don't pay attention to some of the things that could hurt them down the road. And nothing is certain. At any given time, a business owner might decide due to his circumstances that he has to sell the business. Or let me put it this way. You have a vehicle that you rely on to go to work and back and forth. You want to make sure it's well-maintained and it's ready to take you 
whether it's 10 miles or 1,000 miles at short notice. So you mentioned lease. Most of the owners will think, hey, I'm going to retire in two years. Why do I need to commit myself to a 10-year or five-year lease? Uh, I'm not interested in that. And that's the biggest fallacy a business owner mistake he can make. When a business owner, when a buyer is coming to buy the business, he wants to make sure that for the next five, 10 years, he's secure. If he sees a lease that has only six months left or a year left, first thing he wants to do is make sure he can get a five-year lease with another five-year option. And if they go to a landlord at that point, the landlord might say, yeah, well, you know, he might be the sticking point in it. Or he might take advantage of the situation and say, your rent has gone up from $5,000 to $7,000. You know, I just feel like it because it's going to be a new lease. So that hurts eventually the business owner who's trying to sell the business. The business won't sell. For that reason, even if he thinks he's going to walk away from the business in two years and sell it or give it to somebody else, it's worth it to have a long lease to make the business attractive. And for the same reason and for the same purpose, have a good manual employment agreement with his key employees. So he wants to make sure when the new owner comes in, the manager or the key employees won't just run away and start competing with him. It's essential to have a non-compete clause in the employment agreement with your key employees before you sell the business. You don't want to have that situation come around later. And for that reason, I always say, have a good attorney to draft it. This is something very confusing to many people and it's very delicate. So if you have those things in place and a good manual of how to operate the business in case the owner is away or sick, people can run the business without him for a few days or a couple of weeks. All those things help to test the business and when a new owner comes in, he knows the system is good and he'll be fine. And we mentioned earlier the value of, particularly if the business is large enough and can can afford it, bringing in that in-house bookkeeper. And and we mentioned that you know they could potentially have other responsibilities. That's typically in some businesses I know from my past experience where typically that role is kind of that office manager, if you will. And so that would be one of those key employees that you're potentially talking about that you'd want to make sure not just the business owner themselves, but also those key people that as you mentioned, the owner steps away for a little while. They're running the business. They're ultimately the ones doing the day-to-day operations. And so you want to make sure they're locked down as well, basically, right? Exactly. And the manager can pretty much watch what the production and the sales is doing. And in general, make sure the business is updated. Uh, you know, it's looking okay and uh, maintenance, things of that nature are in place so nothing goes wrong. That's our list of how different ways to maximize the value of a business. If you're looking to sell a business that you've been working so hard to build, time to take that step back. You want to make sure you get top dollar for it as you pass that business on. Or if you're looking to buy a business, you may not want to pay top dollar, but you do at least want to make sure you're making a sound investment. Sunil Verma, our guest with Austin Business Brokers, is ready to help you. He'll look at your particular situation, make sure all those I's are dotted, those T's are crossed, make sure that all the necessary due diligence is done. This is a very important transaction, probably one of the most complicated that you might do in your lifetime, and you want to make sure you get it right. There's things that you don't know you don't know, and that's why Sunil is ready to help you. 512 800 512 800-7085. And again, if you've got a question about buying or selling a business for a future episode here on Ask the Experts, go online, 
abbtx.com slash radio. Fill out the form there. And hey, maybe we'll answer your question next time right here on Ask the Experts. Sunil, thanks for popping by the studio today. We'll see you again next time. Yes, thank you very much. And I'm looking forward for the next conversation. And we'll be back with more next time on Talk 1370's Ask the Experts.